It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack. King, I am your host, and uh, well, it's always exciting for me to come to be with you on a Sunday morning here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster, but from 6 to 7 on Sunday morning, we talk about dreams and visions at a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and what God is doing in his glorious kingdom. This is show number 1012 today. We have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And uh, I am happy to announce I have uh, uh, Jenny Sapp on the show. She is the founder of Grace Ministries here in Tallahassee. Uh, Sapp, welcome to the show. Good to be with you, Pastor. Okay, we want to hear all about Grace Ministries. What's, what's this all about? So fun. I get to um, be a community pastor, and I get to touch uh, many organizations. Um, Grace Ministry, we started early 2020, my husband Scott and I. Um, I knew that I had been called into full-time ministry. I got a calling when I was 50 years old and uh, ran into Joanne Arnett, Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center, went, and she um, was just the most wonderful connector and equipper um, certainly she represents, but there's so many wonderful teachers and professors there. I um, got a biblical degree and uh, went to work. We started a nonprofit, Scott and I did, in January 2020 called Grace Ministry. Okay. And uh, it operates through partners, and um, it, we just we focus on the elderly, children, singles, homeless, the, women's, the, uh, the women, uh, homeless, and pregnant Homeless. Okay. So, would you consider yourself in a in a loose sort of sense, kind of a chaplain in, in the aspect of because you're, you're ministering to so many different mm-hmm. people, I am, and so different, uh, so many different avenues yes. as such. Yeah. The the term of a community pastor, in other words, you're you're not a person who says, "Well, I don't I don't, I don't have a church building I go to every Sunday and preach to the same congregation. My congregation is out there." That's good. Yeah. And so so you're you're going about. So and at the same time that you're doing this, you're also having to make connections with people. Mm-hmm. Because most people probably wouldn't just be real thrilled for you just to show up one day and say, well, I'm here to minister to everybody. And, you know, that re- that requires relationship. Yeah. And so you've been able to do that. Yeah. So what are some of the ministries that, that you're able to go and, and work with and partner with? The first one that I had been working in for long term was um, working with Beth Burns at Chelsea House. Sure. I've been with them since 2010. My okay. daughter, Savannah, got a calling when she was 10 years old called around she's the only person that would let a child serve i went with and um she it was just tremendous and we've been with her 10 plus years and um still uh conduct a bible study there every friday to the ladies that come through foundations um mostly foundational type bible studies because that's what people need when they come in sure Sure. Um, now, now, let me ask you something. You, mm-hmm. you said something. Your, your daughter, Savannah, is that her? Yeah, right? yeah. You said she served at Chelsea House? Yes. At 12? It was, at 12? No, she was 10. 10. 10. I, Beth said that she needed us to cook the ladies' dinner. Of course, I was in food service and a uh-huh. caterer at the time. I'm like, yes, of okay. course. So, I would see her in the living room with the ladies, rubbing her, their shoulders, okay. rubbing their hair, She'd bring blankets for them. I mean, it was just... Now, this is your 10-year-old. My 10-year-old. <laughs> okay. It was just tremendous. Okay, so she saw something that needed to be done, and she wanted to do it. <laughs> so now, but, okay, to make sure I got the story straight here, you you were already going to cook. Yeah. Okay, so as you were going to cook, and Savannah is going with you. Yes. She says, well, how can I serve? Yes. Oh, I love that. Isn't Very that much. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> it really Very is. Very much. You know? So I was already there, um, been there for... 10 years, but while I was in um, school at Tallahassee Christian College, Joanne came in one evening and said she had gotten a note from Westminster Gardens downtown at Midtown and uh, needed a chaplain to come every Thursday and um, 
teach and preach. Okay, now Westminster Gardens is what, a nursing home? or It is an elderly live-in. Um, I think they are not assisted living. I think they are just a senior center. Okay. I, I could be mistaken. Okay. Anyway, so I threw my hat up, hand up immediately. <laughs> I just with anyone that would let me come and preach. Sure, sure preach so i started doing that that was before covid they've shut down very strict during yeah, covid places have, and yeah. um if anybody's listening to me from there shout out for you um <laughs> westminster we're gonna op- open back up and we'll be together again soon yeah. they're just tremendous people there so they called the uh, tcc which used to be center for biblical studies yes yeah, so yes just so if, if you're out there listening and you say well i haven't heard of this tcc mm-hmm. and of course you might confuse it with uh, the other tcc which is Com- sure. tallahassee community college sure and i remember when uh, miss arnett was here on the show and she, she was telling me about this and i said well is, is that going to get a little confusing and she said no and i think there's a little caveat there uh, when when you say tcc I think they say a little something else. Cause T- I, I, TC, Training Center. Training, yeah. Because yeah. I've heard uh, some ads and stuff on the radio, mm-hmm. and it, it does clarify when they when they do that. Yeah. But uh, so she calls, uh, or they call her. Yeah. And they say, hey, we need somebody. Yeah. And uh, is that something that happens regularly? Do you know? I would think, yeah. yeah. If they need interns, if people need um, interns of any kind, they would call and see who's interested to do this or that or Okay, I would okay. say that would be something that's normal. But you do when you when you heard oh, that. Oh yeah, that's, that's me. I'm, oh yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> ready to go, and um, loved every second of it. Still keeping touch with them. Um, I've been serving at Making Miracles Group on with Deborah Harris. Sure, five. Sure. I guess five years now I'm on their board. Wow. Um, but they have the most amazing uh, story during the sh- beginning of COVID. They had black mold in their house. They had. Sh- to um, close the house for a oh number of months. Uh, we were connected with a bunch of kingdom partners and realtors, and um, God blessed them with so many wonderful people that wanted to sow into the ministry. We uh, now own a house. Oh. It is tremendous. So she had to move. Yeah. She had to move out of the house that yeah. she was at, because she, yeah. she's, she's, she's told us about this. Yeah. Deborah's been on the show a couple times okay. with me, and uh, tell her story, and I remember mm-hmm. one of the... F- when she had first started, she came and, and she wasn't even, the vision wasn't totally clear. I mean, yeah. she, we talked about it here. And that's one of the good things about having people here on, on the radio show. A lot of people, they, they begin to get a greater sense of what God's calling them as they begin to talk about it. And so it was a great show. She came back a couple of years later and started telling us all that God had done. And it was just tremendous. Wow. Yeah. What a, what, a, what a tremendous thing that God is doing in her life. And then I said, I hadn't, I didn't know about the black mold. She, she hasn't been back on the show since yeah. then. So you're telling me something I didn't know. They have now um, a very large house. Um, we can sleep a lot of people and have a house mom. She's back a little cottage for ministry where the ladies can be private during ministry time uh, with counselors and so wow. forth. And it's just tremendous. And the house is starting to fill back up. Wonderful. So Wonderful. we'll um, just now start to go back and minister weekly teaching again, foundations right. to the, to the ladies. I just love both of those two programs in particular that, um, getting these people to independence spiritually, sure. sure. Um, getting yeah. high school diplomas, jobs, yeah. getting them off government assistance. Right, and of course the, the missions are, are different from Chelsea's house to uh, uh, Miss Harris because Miss Harris, if I remember this correctly, she's mostly dealing with women coming out of prison. No, 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 she's not. I'm getting her confused with somebody else. Because, <laughs> of course, I have several of those type of ministries on the show. Gotcha. So her, her ministry is what? More pregnant, t- homeless. Yeah. Okay, pregnant, okay. Pregnant. Okay. We'll see a lot of young, some high schoolers um, that have just lost their way. And we try to help them back into wholeness right, spiritually. Right. And, and they're um, just getting back on path. Right. So for you, you have to adapt a little bit yeah. because the groups are a little bit yes. different yeah. from uh, where you would go. Now, the word's the same, but you may, be, you may have a younger group over here, somebody a little bit more mature or older, mm-hmm. <laughs> not always mature, but older, yeah. uh, over here. Yeah. And God's just developing all of that in you. And, and I love your excitement about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that um, over the course, um, I didn't really understand that he, the need for inner healing mm-hmm. for people that deal with disappointment and anger and resentment of how their lives turned out. And sometimes people 
lack of a better term, get stuck uh-huh. in anger, unforgiveness. Right. And of course, Jesus is our model. Jesus right. is the light. Yeah. And uh, we go and share what's needed. But also, a lot of it is making people become aware of the whole spiritual realm. Because yeah. so, so often, as you see, when you use the expression, they get stuck with what they're getting stuck in is, is in their own carnal self. Yeah. And they're not, Absolutely. they're not becoming aware that they live in a spiritual world. Mm-hmm. And there's spiritual activity all around. Some of it is good, some of it's not so good. And we want them to learn how to tap into the good, which is the Holy Spirit, yeah. and being led by the Holy Spirit. So as you go, you get to preach this message. That's a powerful message to preach. <laughs> what just brought to mind what you were just saying caused uh, six months ago, there were some of the ladies as um, the directors require them to make monthly goals and six-month goals so that they can work a plan, they can work. And I realized that they were all making plans without hearing the Lord. Uh-huh. And it was a, has been a tremendous um, teaching of empowering them to hear the Holy Spirit, hearing God. Everybody can hear God. And they have to know that right. God is always speaking. Right, right. And when he says a plan for your life, which we know, Jeremiah 29, 11, he has a plan. When we ask him that plan, that's a good one and the right one. Right. So yeah. that's been tremendous um, things as he keeps pouring pouring into grace ministry. I just I feel like I am finally doing and living what I was born to do. Wow. And living water. He's just pouring through. That's exciting. Really yes. Is. Oh, my god. Now, let's, let's back up a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about how you all of this happened in your life. Now, you told me before we went on the air that you were 15. Yes. When God made a change in your life. Yeah. Now, had you had any church background before that? Yeah. Uh, grew up uh, going to church, um, suburbs of Chicago at a Presbyterian church when uh, we moved to South Florida to Fort Myers. Um. I had a friend, we liked two boys, one of the boys was a preacher's son, they invited us to church, we joined the youth choir, and um, I was probably just lost as a goose, I was probably just, you know, uh, the pastor asked me, can I, uh, on a Sunday night, youth choir, we were singing, could I come to the church office the next day after school. I said, yes, I'm so excited. I could not stand it. I just knew that I had been discovered. I was going to be a singing star. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I got there. I can remember the day, like I'm just telling you I had, what I was wearing. I rode my red bike, uh, 10 speed, right after um, I told my mom, I'm going to this little church down there, um, First Baptist of Lehigh Acres, Pastor Mark Bricker. Okay. I think the senior, senior, he wasn't, the, the son was Mark. Anyway, um, I arrived there, the secretary was there, showed me to his office, and um, I could remember the secretary giggling just a little bit, I don't know why, but it was such a fun day. I just knew I had been discovered. <laughs> he came in, and he just wanted to tell me about this man named Jesus. Uh-huh. I was just blown away. Yes, of course I wanted to accept Jesus. So um, in their tradition, I walked the aisle that next Sunday uh-huh. and accepted Christ. But uh, What a great day. It, it was, but but I'm, I'm missing something here because you're talking about the, the giggling. It's kind of throwing me off a little bit. She was giggling because she, she was hoping you were going to get saved. Is that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Because it was just the funnest days yeah, yeah. for anybody in ministry. Right. So he... He began to speak to you about your faith and about yeah. about Christ. Yeah. And and even though you went there with something else in your mind, <laughs> he was able to get through that. Yeah. So what caused was, the transformation as he was talking to you about this? I guess the, just that was the day God chose uh-huh. and, you know, just drew me in. Because obviously it was real. Yeah. I mean, I mean something, yeah. something real and genuine happened in your heart yeah. because you're, you're still serving him today. Yeah. I, I did rededicate in my life when I was um, 21 or two. Okay. And then I remember I uh, fell in love with Jesus when I was 26 or 7, just fell head over heels in love with him. Now what, what brought that about? That was a Beth Moore study, the, G, uh, the okay. one and only, Jesus, okay. the one and only. I remember yeah, my that. My wife has taught those series before mm. to our ladies at the church, yeah. And so uh, through that, 
Yeah. So, so, so we're seeing uh, steps of faith yeah. that are growing and increasing, which yeah. is which is my premise <laughs> <laughs> that faith is a journey. Yeah. It's a process. You, yes. you you grow in your faith as you go, and uh, the the. The best thing that we could have happen is that you're greater in your faith at 50 than you were at 40 oh, or 30 yes. because of your life's experience and the challenges that you are challenged with as you exercise your faith as you go along. Wow. So you've had all these things happen in your life. Yeah. And so now you say you were called to ministry at 50. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, you've got life going. You've got, yeah. a, you've got a family. You've got your occupation. You were a caterer. Yes. Right? Yes. And so did you start your own business? Um, I did. I had a um, hand in the kitchen, which is uh, a hostess's helper, but I worked for a lot of uh, caterers around town. Okay. Yeah. Hand in the kitchen. A hand in the kitchen. Now, what is that? Um, a hostess helper, I would come in. If they were having an event, I would come in and just take over and do it so that they could um, visit with their okay, guests. Now, wait a minute. Um, it was, this, was this a business that you started? And yes. You called it that? Catering. Okay. Mm-hmm. You call it a hand in a kitchen. Uh-huh. Okay. That's, that's pretty, cl- pretty clever. Uh-huh. So at that time, you weren't necessarily uh, starting to become, well, I've got this catering business. I've got this business that I'm assisting people who are caterers or who need my help. Yeah, okay. or hostesses, yeah. Right, and so how long did you do that? Probably 25 years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And and that's that's a livelihood. You could make yeah. a livelihood doing that. Yeah. So did you ever start, quote, a catering business? Um, no, I worked for Anella Schomburger. I know a lot of people will uh, remember her. She was a very large caterer in town. Okay. A um, few others, yeah. Right. So now you came to Tallahassee, mm-hmm. and if I get the, the direction straight, you were in Chicago. You were raised in Chicago, yeah. the Chicago area. Yeah. Moved to Fort Myers. Myers. Mm-hmm. So that was your whole family? Yeah. You're like your mom and your dad? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Kids. Yeah. And then somewhere along the line, you came to Tallahassee yeah. to go to Florida State. To go to school. Okay. I started at ta- uh, TCC. Now that I'm recalling yeah, it, the, the other, the other, <laughs> the TCC. other TCC, yeah. <laughs> right? Did not finish and had um, two boys. Got married early and had two boys, and uh, we have two grands. My oldest has. We have two grands. Okay, uh, so, Henry so, and Lucy, and just so that career path of mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting that graduation is still out there. That, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in the process of doing that, you, you. Put school on hold. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah. you got married, had a family, started a business because, yes. hey, we have to put food on the table, right? Sure. And so, and then life has just gone by. But at the same time, you're, you're serving the Lord. Yeah. You, your faith is growing. And then God began to talk to you about ministry. Did, yeah. Did you say at 50, was, was there a process before that where God was just dropping hints? Or? I would think so, yeah. But I was. it was a uh, non-denominational three-day sequestered weekend called Trace Dias. You might know that. those of those yes. three-day weekends. There's a lot of sister movements right. as well. Right. Uh, I was in a chapel service, and I clearly heard him. He said, "I'm you're going to come work for the king. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And I knew that I knew that I knew. I was so lit up about um, children's ministry, then immediately he started giving me um, a children's book, how to uh, live in his presence for the children, teaching them how to live in his, how to hear God, live in his presence, how to prophesy, how to bless their families, how to pray for their families. Okay. You said God gave you a book. Did you write a book? I did. Okay. And what's the name of it? Um children's ministry book i don't believe i have named it i'm okay. still looking for a publisher okay i have a 10 percent to finish it i don't even have a graphic artist yet but that is still very much sitting on my desk <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, I admire your uh, tenacity to want to do it and i'm telling you it's it's a it's a work <laughs> sure <laughs> i mean uh, yeah it's it's once you start the process You'll find it's it can be frustrating, but it's also challenging and it's rewarding. And when mm-hmm. you finally get that book in your hand, you go, "Wow!" Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, it won't take you ten years like it did me. <laughs> <laughs> but I would encourage you to, to to do it because you know how time just just gets by. And like I told sure. you before we went on the air, I'm supposed to be writing a second one, 
and I just can't seem to get it done. And, uh, but the first one, when I did it, I wrote it all over the country because uh, I was traveling a lot for uh, doing youth ministry. And wherever I go, I just I like myself in a hotel room, or, mm-hmm. or I'd sit out in the car in the parking Good. lot, and I'd write. Just used all my downtime, but I haven't been traveling <laughs> like that, so I don't have much downtime. <laughs> so you got to make it. You got to make it because because you're you're close to being finished with it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We, yeah. We need that book out there so people can be blessed by it. He also has currently just months ago gave me um, some points on faith. Um, a teaching on uh-huh. faith. I've, I'm calling it the currency of heaven. Currency of heaven is our faith, <laughs> and um, just a lot of points on um, agree agreeing with heaven, agreeing with God, right? On who He is and who He says we are. Repentance. There's a chapter on surrender and brokenness and praise, which. Um, that has been the most interesting thing for the past two weeks. I caught Robert Morris from Gateway Church. He did a, a teaching on four living creatures. That has been tremendous. How to think that we go into the throne room and praise and worship. Wow, you're talking about the, the four beasts in the in the Revelation. Yeah, so it's the fourth, fourth chapter. I think yes, it's fourth Revelation chapter. four. Yeah. 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 They stand wingtip to wingtip, and Holy Spirit moves them. Wow. And, as, and turns the wheels. As we lift him up, he makes his throne upon the praises of his people. He sits on our praise as those wheels go around. Wow. It's just been <laughs> tremendous. So, so this brother has studied this, and he's, yeah. a, he's done a whole teaching on it. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's just ministered so much to me to impart our praise that will touch heaven, that we can actually enter into the throne room. Wow. The throne wow. room yeah. of God. Wow. So as you are going to these different places and teaching, yeah. and I, I, I would imagine that, of course, you're praying before you go and you're seeking the Lord, but, but you're wanting to find material that's going to meet a particular need Wherever yes, you're going, yes. I mean, uh, if if, a, if you're going to a place, and, and uh, I don't I don't know that you're doing this, but like I talk about the the group homes that that were they're they're providing uh, the transition when somebody comes out of prison, they provide a place for them to be able to live, get reestablished yes. in life. Well, if you're yes. going to talk to that group of people, you would probably go a different direction than you would. With the, with the young ladies yes. who, who are pregnant and and looking for what's life hold for them. Yes, so they need foundations. Yeah, 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 so you're praying and you're saying, okay, Lord, you you got to lead me in a different direction. Yeah. So your studies are going to be different. The materials that you're looking at, yeah. the things you're going to share are all different things. So, I mean, as I look at it now, you're saying, well, we're, we're at Chelsea's house mm-hmm. where we're dealing with usually older women because their, their ministry, if I understand this correctly, it's more toward women who have been homeless Yes. And now they're yes. providing a place for them. Yes, reestablished. In fact, I have a history with Chelsea's house and uh, uh, write about it in the book and because uh, with, with Beth's and Glenn's permission. Great. Uh, because basically what happened was that uh, when I first was doing the talk show live on WCBC back in the early 2000s, Glenn was one of my calling guests. And we were talking about it was around Thanksgiving. We were talking about feeding the homeless and that sort of thing. And he began to share a vision for a place for women on the radio. And we prayed. We prayed on the air over that. Wow. Fast forward a few years later, I see a best name in a magazine that somebody was putting out where they were just announcing things. And I did not connect <laughs> Beth and Glenn. So I invited <laughs> Beth to come and be on the radio show. And Glenn comes along. <laughs> I'm going, oh, okay. <laughs> wow, yeah. And then they start telling me the story of Chelsea's house. And I'm just sitting here just stunned. And yeah. I said, Glenn, do you not realize this is exactly what we prayed about <laughs> on the radio, what, five Isn't years Jesus ago? Good. He's so good. And Jesus. so they told me this story. And uh, like I say, I've published that story in my, in my book. And uh, uh, just talk about who Chelsea was and how the whole thing come about. So every time I hear, so I talk about Chelsea's head, I get a little excited, and because that that's a ministry that God birthed. I mean, mm-hmm. and 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 you love that, just like what you're doing. This is this is God birthed. This is God breathed. God laid yes. this on your heart. Yeah. This is what you are to do. Yes. Now before we go to a little break here and play a little music, 
do you do you get funding? Does people make contributions to help yes, you do what I you're am, doing? Yes, uh, I have partners. Okay. I am contribution-based. Um, so we, I welcome any partners that would love okay. to partner with me to send me out. Um, of sure. course, we love, there's people that love uh, local missions, and I'm right. a local missionary. Yeah, and I, I, I refer to you as a possible chaplain, but yes. you're also a missionary. Yeah. You are. Yes. And so you have a 501c3? Yes, I do. Okay. We do. Mm-hmm. And you have a website. I do. Okay. Graceministry.church. Graceministry.church. Mm-hmm. There's and, a give uh, button there. Yeah. And you can go there and, and help if you if you want to be involved. I always like to give the radio audience uh, an opportunity to do that. Thank you. Because I, I say this, I said, I have different ministries on the show all the time, and, and this one may just really be just when they somebody hears that that's that's me <laughs> and then the other one they say oh, no I, I i'm happy what they do and i'm i pray for them but i don't really feel and so i'm just giving people an opportunity this may be the ministry that you feel led to support and uh, i think it's a good thing and give me a call or reach out to me on the min- on my website if i can pray for you or serve your ministry Okay. Give me so, a call. So you are available yeah. to go to teach and preach. Yeah. There's uh, several other things that I do, and um, we can talk about it, but okay. well, let's reach talk about out. It. Reach let's out. talk about it when we come back. That's right. Faith keeps walking. Looking to the Lord. That's the Booth Brothers here on the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show on a Sunday morning. We're getting ready to go to church. I hope that you have plans today to go to a house of worship. If you uh, have a church that you attend, of course, you want to go there. But if you, for some reason or another, don't have a regular place of attendance, and uh, I'd like to invite you to Freedom Road. That's a church that I pastor. We're at 720 Capital Circle Northeast in the Crescent Park Plaza. If you're heading up Capitol Circle toward Park Avenue, look for us on the right-hand side after you cross over Easterwood Drive. You'll see us there. We're, we put a sign out on Sunday morning. We love visitors. 11.05 is our start time. You can check us out on the web, frcm.us. We love visitors at Freedom Road. And uh, also, want you to know that this show will be on the podcast. You'll find it uh, next week sometime. What show show number 1012, you can find it there. All you have to do is type in Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee, and all the podcasts will come up on the talk shows and the daily broadcasts. Unfortunately, we can't put the Saturday Night Gospel Sing on there, but you can find it on Saturday nights on 94.1 on your radio dial. A full hour of great Southern Gospel music with me as the host, You'll enjoy it. I tell you what, we, we crank it up and it's, it's good. It really is. And, uh, like the Booth Brothers, we play a lot of the Booth Brothers on the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. Also, I want you to call my friend Robin Feesmeyer from AAA Heating and Air because you're going to need him here in just a few weeks. Actually, you may need him already because it's starting to warm up here in the Tallahassee area. He does a good job heating and air conditioning. He's been helping us for years to keep everything running and, and all these uh, church facilities that we have. And my house, too, 893-9566, AAA, AAA Heating and Air. And uh, Jenny Sapp is my guest today. The ministry is Grace Ministry. She is the founder, along with her husband, Scott, who is absent <laughs> I don't know him, but I'm teasing him already. I said, I said to Jenny, I said, where is he? He's, he's absent. He's going AWOL on me. <laughs> but nevertheless, I understand he had a good excuse. We'll, we'll excuse him for this time. But anyway, uh, you were saying before we went on the air, there's a lot of other different things that you do in your realm of ministry. Let's talk about some of those. Um, Scott and I and my girls, we attend Life Point Church okay. on Pedrick Road. We'd okay. love to have guests there as well. What time, so what time they start? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Pedrick okay. Road. Which, Pedrick uh, Road. Can't see the church for, from the, yep. from the behind road. Behind the trees. <laughs> We're behind the trees. <laughs> it's worth the drive. Yeah. Um, wow, I'm forgetting that street so, address. But anyway, Pedrick, Pedrick Road. Pedrick Road, yes. Um, yeah. I co-lead a ladies' Bible study, and it is just tremendous. What time is that? Um, Wednesdays at uh, 10 a.m. Okay. in the children's building. Okay. Um, and so are we putting out an invitation? Yes, uh, absolutely. A lot of times there are women who 
maybe you work in the evenings or whatever, or maybe you're retired and, yes. and you have some time. You'd like to be involved in a good Love Bible it. study. Love it. Come check it out. Yeah. Come check it yeah. out. For many years, I've been involved in children's ministry. I'm currently not in children's ministry, but it is just my heartbeat. And um, someone else is, by the Lord's leading, has taken up that uh, mantle right now while I'm doing some other things. And he is preparing me for different seasons and um, kind of left children's ministry kicking and screaming. I guess uh, a lot of people do that. You have to sometimes put, uh, stop doing the good and the great for the God thing, for the next thing he's calling you to. I find this to be interesting. I'm just going to ask you a question and we'll move on here. But you, you say you love children's ministry. What about the older ones, the youth? Wow, my jam is preschoolers see, and K through. I, I know, yeah. That's what I asked because that's okay. that's true, and and it, it just amazes me. See, I'm 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 all about the youth. Okay, give me the teenagers. Okay, I love them. Middle and high school. Oh man, I mean, okay, more more than the high school range. Okay, good. I, I love them, and and uh, I have the expression that I dig them, they dig me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I said, if I dig them, they dig me back, and I just seem to have a good rapport with young people. But there are others who just love the children. They love working with the children. Yeah. I love children, but that's not my niche. Sure, <laughs> you know? sure. And so I, I just I thank God for people who have God gives different, not only talents but a desires to mm-hmm. work in different areas of ministry. We need all of them. Yes, so, praise the Lord. So, so children. Now, when you like when you go to the Chelsea's house, there are children there, right? Mm-mm. No, there are no, no, there are no not children. currently. Okay. Over time, there has been a sprinkle of. Okay, because I'm thinking uh, the other shelter that's more run by the city, uh, Meg Baldwin was. She's been a guest on the show. I don't know whether she's still there. Okay, I mean, if if you have a woman, a lot of times they're in a battered situation, and so the children will have to come too, Hmm. and and so. But okay, so there's no children at Chelsea per se. Yes. Okay. But uh, do you find at times in some of the areas where you're going and you're doing chaplaincy work or or mission work that there are children there? Yes. And you just feel you're just drawn to them. Yes, very much. Because they, uh, they're just, they're so teachable. They're so enthusiastic and just, they just love what, how fun it can be. Uh You know what I mean? I, I just come up with creative ideas. I just feel very inspired. There's some amazing children's ministry teachers at LifePoint that I have uh, sat under for many years, and just it's a blast. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, do you get an opportunity from time to time when you go places to meet children who have not been introduced to faith at all? Yes, absolutely. What, a, what an opportunity. What a rush that is. And, wow. And, and you, you have a sense of how to go about introducing yes. faith to them. Yes. Wonderful. Very what, much, wonderful. very much. They're so sweet and innocent. And, you know, some people, some children um, have seen way more than they should oh, yeah. have. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So now what are some of the other areas that you've been to? I know you're involved somewhat in the Woman's Pregnancy Center. No? Um, no, I've met Jamie Brown several yeah. times. Um, yeah. She's but, the one who told me about you. So, okay. So, so, so she knows you, okay. obviously. Okay. <laughs> met her yeah. over at a gathering at Chelsea House. Um, okay. Beth put something together to minister to women leaders in her circle around the city. And um, she just wanted to pour into ministry leaders. What and, a great thing wow, to do. Wow. It was an yeah. amazing afternoon. The other thing that I'm I, I just, bet you I know a lot of those ladies. Yes. <laughs> the other thing that I'm just so passionate about is prayer. I'm yeah. involved with three um, intercession, right. intercessory yeah. groups. Yeah. And um, what my heart is for is governmental intercession. Wow. I just... Wow. Love, 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 love. I it's a passion. I had it's an assignment, uh-huh. a calling. Okay, you know now, now I mean? expand that a little bit for me. You said governmental intercession. Yep, we pray. There's um, God has seven mountains of influence that um, we pray for that He says to pray for, which is education, family, church, media, marketplace. Um, I'm going to come up with the other two. Okay, that's all right. That's okay. Right. You're doing good. Anyway, doing good. government. Did I say government? That might be six. Okay. Anyway, okay. the governmental. Um, now, are you um, are you familiar with, with Pam Olson? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, uh, yeah, 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 this yeah. sounds some, something yes. like I've heard her say. Very much. Okay. Very much. Yeah. Very much. 
We have rubbed elbows many times, and yeah, if yeah. she has an event, so I'll be there. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I've heard her relate to those type of things just to pass. Yes. Because she's been on the show here several times yes. too. Yes, and, and uh, but I'm, I'm going back to this uh, thing that uh, uh, Beth put together for the ladies, uh-huh. and I said, you know, I know a lot of those ladies. I bet, I bet a bunch of them have been on this show. Yeah. But uh, next time she does it, she needs to call me. I may have some that she doesn't know okay. that, that are involved in ministry okay. in our community. I think, okay. that, I think that is a wonderful idea. Mm-hmm. God must have given that to her. Yes, because, very I mean, much. Because, look, everybody who does ministry, uh, from time to time, you just need to go and be with other people who have lacked faith and yeah. build yourself up in yes. your faith. And sometimes just to kick your your, your leg. <laughs> what has to kick your leg back? You know, <laughs> however that goes. Just have a good time. It's just sometimes, let, I know how it goes. Let your hair down. <laughs> I, messed, I messed that up good enough. <laughs> you're adorable. Yeah. Some, <laughs> Pastor Jack, you're adorable. Sometimes you just have to let your hair down. That's right. And you can do that among your peers sometimes because we're all in the same boat, more or less. Yeah, it was an all afternoon. Yeah. Um, love on and be a, a girl. Um, in ministry and wow, let your hair down. Wow, it was wow. amazing. I cannot tell you what went on that afternoon, Jack. <laughs> no, that's no, top no, secret. That's top secret. <laughs> well, I don't think I wanted. It was that. <laughs> wonderful. No, she called me in to pray and minister to those ladies. Wow! In intercession, wow, that's great. So that they can keep those fires burning. Sure. I hope she's planning on doing that again because uh, I think so. That's that's a wonderful concept. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Because you talk about being a community pastor. Mm-hmm. Now, that really is a role. That for you to play there, mm. when you're bringing all these women leaders in the in the community, now were there pastors and wives involved in that? I don't think so. Oh, probably more the parachurch type of ministers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, Jamie Brown was there, and that's where I met her in right. um, parachurch. Right. You know right. what I mean. All the supporting. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a lot of parachurch ministries on the on the show. Yeah. Uh, almost predominantly. Yeah. I mean, I have okay. pastors from time to time too, mm-hmm. uh, and and I have uh, well, people from all different types. I mean, uh, it, it's it's amazing what the body of Christ is comprised up as far as what God has called people to do. It's just amazing. Last week on the broadcast, uh, 40 days of life, uh, 40 days of prayer out at the uh, Planned Parenthood uh, building. And this is a worldwide movement. I knew nothing about it until the lady came last week. And, and shared it all with us here on the, on the broadcast. And that's just a, just a powerful, powerful thing wow. because there are people who, who like I said, parachurch ministries that are working behind the scenes all over this community. A lot of people don't know one another. And unfortunately, a lot of them don't know each other, mm-hmm. but they know me <laughs> yeah. because, because I bring them here and I, I give people an opportunity to be able to share what they're doing exposure that it's kind of hard to come by mm-hmm. in, a, in a lot of ways so and of course i say this i'm thankful for those of you who come and and just a word if you're listening there and you you're involved in ministry in some capacity mm-hmm. call me we'll get you on the show we pre-record if you're if you're afraid of missing a sunday morning hey we we do it on tuesday evening generally and uh five six seven one seven zero three call me that's my cell phone and we'll set up a time Get you on the show. See, I got my little promo in there <laughs> with that. <laughs> you're right. so cute. All right. So we got so um, you're 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 going to a group home, and uh, that's uh, with uh, Deborah Deborah Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the other things that you're involved in? There? Um, I love women's ministry. Um, I participate in the one at Life Life Point. Okay. They're amazing. Okay. I'm not in leadership in that, but love that. Always participate in it. Um, I co-lead uh, with Scott and another couple, a life group on Wednesday night, 6.30 Wednesday night at Life Point. Of course, it's always, we just welcome all visitors and it's just doing life together. Okay. And, and what is that predominantly about? You Just prayer or any particular focus? Yeah, we uh, there is a focus of uh, scripture, um, but we generally share a word. Somebody yeah. always has a word, a teaching, a nugget. Somebody needs to share. We have communion. Wow. Every, yeah. every Wednesday every night? Every Wednesday night. Wow. That's and, powerful. Uh, yeah, yeah, just a really, really good and, fellowship. And again, this is open to the public. Yeah. Now, if you don't know where this church is, she's mentioned it, 
Pedrick Road, if you go out Buckleck Road or US 90, either one. In other words, it goes between Buckleck Road and 20 and US 90. And then it goes on over to, to past toward the school over there. But, but if you're coming, like I say, if you're coming down US 90, which is also Mayhand Drive, you just keep on going. And when you get to the entrance to the left would be Lafayette Oaks. Yeah. And you take a right. Yes. Then you're on Patrick. And yeah. there's, there's a traffic light there. And I believe that it's, once you clear the main part of Tallahassee, it's, there's not a traffic light until you get there. Is that, is that correct? Or, or maybe there might be one. One. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's one. And then, then, then you got a ways to go. Yeah. And then you come to a traffic light, turn right. Yes. And if you know where the library is out there. Yeah. Very near. <laughs> it's just right down the road from the library. Very near. And so, and like I say, you, you go down and it's almost down to the end of Pedrick Road. And you turn a right on a gravel road, and you keep on going, and eventually you'll find a church back there. Yes. <laughs> and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. great. So, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a great um, group. We've been doing life group together for about five years, um, about seven couples. Okay. And we have some singles, I'm sorry. And um, we just do life together. Okay. Do you know what I mean? By discussing each other's things that concern them. Okay. And so we'll lift each other up, encourage one another. Now that's the Wednesday night. Yeah. Thing. That's the life okay. group. And yeah. You, and you and your husband, you kind of co-lead Yeah, that. we co-lead with another couple. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, what else is on your plate? I mean, you've got other things going. You have things in the future that you say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm believing God's leading me here. Um, I have always dreamed about a friend that's in South Africa, Esme Schmidt, to go and uh, lead children's conferences with her. Whoa. COVID stopped. <laughs> I had an invitation. I was look, checking airfares and COVID uh, hit. I was to be there this past fall. I was going to take one of my daughters with me. So I really? still really, really would love to go. Is that Savannah? Uh, Maria. Maria. Okay. My youngest. She okay. really wanted to wow. go with me. Wow. Have yeah, you, yeah. Have you ever been to Africa? I have not. It's it's a interesting place to go. South really Africa. Is. South Africa. Yeah. Uh, now, is it is it the country of South Africa? What uh, am I blanking? Um, the city or? Okay. Okay. I, I have that happen too, so don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> no, I, I've been to Ghana and uh, uh, Accra and Kamasi are the two towns that I that we were in, and so I've had experience in Africa. It's it's a fascinating place to go to, and and the thing about it is when I was there, we were we were holding uh, seminars all day long, okay, and the people would just come, and we'd say, "Aren't you people tired?" <laughs> oh no 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 no! They just <laughs> they they were just taking it in, and they were sitting on these pews that only had one board across the back, and I'm going, I couldn't sit there for hours and hours, <laughs> back would be killing me. They they didn't care. They, they, they were just so hungry for what, what we were teaching and what we had to do. And there were four of us and they were wearing us <laughs> because, so I mean, that's what you have to look forward to. There's an yeah. excitement there yeah. for, for the gospel and to hear the, yes. the words of the kingdom. And so, yes. so is that going to be something you're still going to be able to do when the, I this really would love to, would just yeah. love to. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this, this virus thing, uh, they're getting the vaccine out. And I don't know how it's going in Africa. I have not heard any news there. Right. But here in America, uh, we're starting to feel, feel like we're getting a handle on it. And so mm-hmm. I'm hoping that'll be that way all the way around the world. Okay. And we can see this thing behind us. Amen. Because a lot of ministry has been affected as such. I know, sure. Uh, I know others who have not been able to go back to the mission fields, the, the where they, they've been for years sometimes, not able to go back. And so that's a very serious problem. So, sure. But, uh, now that's something if you, uh, so, well, this is something that uh, God's got on the horizon. <laughs> then I would say, let's go ahead and start raising some funds. Amen. And so there may be somebody listening and says, hey, I'd like to invest in that. And that also builds your faith to help you, you get encouraged about it. Yes. So there may be somebody listening saying, hey, I can, I can get behind that. And give the website again, Grace. GraceMinistry.church. Dot, oh, dot church. Dot I missed church. that when you said that earlier. I've not heard that before. Yeah. Isn't that neat? <laughs> when I was creating that website, I just grabbed that. That was just something new that's available that just says who we are, dot church. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that beats a, a com or an or a guinea day. <laughs> and please message me on my website. I'd love to pray for you. Okay. 
Uh, and that's on Facebook. No. Um, on my website. Website. Okay. I am on Facebook too. Grace okay. Ministry. Grace Ministries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the thing is, is that we're wanting to get you out there as far as let people know what you do. You're available. Uh, she, she has a heart to pray. She mm-hmm. has a heart to teach. Uh, did you, did I say, hear you say you sang too? <laughs> <laughs> when I was 15, right? When you were 15, you were singing. You, you don't, you don't sing anymore. <laughs> I now, do in worship in the right. back when I'm back there worshiping you, by myself or you, with you the are, kids. You are yeah. a, a group singer. You yes. Sing, you sing with everybody Absolutely. in the congregation, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about your availability? I mean, uh, are you available? Like if somebody were to call you and say, hey, I need you to do this, are you fairly flexible where you could come and be a part I of am. it? I am. I am. I am. I don't work nine to five. Okay, so so your ministry yeah. is in that stage of transition, yeah, where you're you're saying, God, define it more for me. Show me what you yes. have for me. Open the doors, yeah. Provide opportunities, mm-hmm. and because, uh, well, the old philosophy that I follow is, Lord, you open the door, you close the door. If 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 you're, Amen. If, if I see the doors open and I'm walking toward it, and you close the door, I'm not gonna. Knock that door down. He yeah. um, just last, this past weekend, shifted me, a big shift. And I feel like I got a, a real holy co- correction. And I think those are always needed when you're in ministry, always listening to the Holy Spirit as he li- leads oh, and guides us. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was about to join an um, organization here in town, and um, I just knew it fit so well with community pastoring that I immediately said yes, and I just felt like, oh, I should have just consulted the Lord. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Got and, a little uh, check in your spirit. Yeah, yeah, I got into it, and um, he gave me a warning, and then uh, I stepped into it, and it was absolutely dry. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the anointing wasn't there. I didn't have, I couldn't pray, and it was the most wonderful to know that he was not there, that I w- could hear him because he's not there. I know he was over here. The next day, I i mean, that afternoon, I went home and just spent time with him and repented, wow. and it yeah. was back, you yeah. know. Brother Ken Summerall, who was the president of the Liberty Bible College that I attended, not, not in Lynchburg, in Pensacola, his saying was, the peace of God is your referee. Amen. And I love that, and I've honored that. In my life, because yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I've I've jumped into things before. And it's, sure. Oh, oh, missed well, that one. <laughs> <laughs> there's that's it right there. So that happened this weekend, and uh, I'm just so thankful that um, it came right back as soon as I because, just humbled. Yeah, myself. because when yes. he closes the door, yeah, there'll be another door. Yeah, that, that that'll be open to you. Yes. And you'll have that peace about it. Yeah, but to think about it, that if you were to try to knock that door down and go do that, then you might miss. Oh, yeah. What God has over here. And it's, and, and of course, God in his timing, he's always moving. He's moving pieces around all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we don't always realize that. Yeah. That he's working a plan and we can hinder that plan if we're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, if we are really truly his, our life is not our own. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. we're just. No, we, we are. Absolutely. We are the sheep of his pasture, as yeah. the scripture says. We are in, in his hands. We need to be willing. One of the chapters of my book is called, And the Sheep Know His Voice. And and as you learn and begin to recognize the voice of the shepherd, yes. you'll become sensitive to that. Yes. But that's a part of the process of faith. Faith. You, you grow faith. You, currency you you, of heaven. You don't become the, the great man of a woman of faith overnight. It happens. It's a process. We grow as we learn to walk in the spirit. I mean, and that's just Amen. that's just such a powerful, powerful message. It is that that God wants us to know how to hear His voice, walk in the Spirit. Yes, and uh, uh, I, I think about um, John chapter three, and I preach about this a lot about when Nicodemus came to Jesus, and he wanted to know how do you, how do you do the miracles? Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, you 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 have to be born again." And as Jesus explained that to him, and then he looked at Nicodemus, he said, you are a leader of the people and you don't know this? <laughs> if you read it, it's, it's, it's in there. Wow. And I'm amazed by that sometimes because I find that there's times when here, here we are in positions of authority where we need to be feeding the people and, and we're often not even connected ourselves. Yeah. And I'm guilty. And I, and, and I, I, 
I tried to correct that in my own life. Yeah. We get running in ministry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And <laughs> I mean, then you have to do a backup. That's and right. That's right. Humble yourself. And, and yes. we're, we're not hearing from God. We're just we're just going. Yeah. And uh, sometimes God has to uh as he says, him whom he loveth, <laughs> he, he sometimes gets, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> he, he chases us. Yeah. Sometimes we have to be chasing. Amen. Well, I tell you what, uh, I'm excited. Yeah. About what you've, you. what you've laid out thank here for you. us. Thank you. Thank and, you. And, uh, radio audience, uh, she's available. She's, she's making herself available to the kingdom of God as a community pastor. If you have need, it, it, maybe just call her. And talk to her. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, you you may have a connection. You might. Or if nothing else, she could just pray for you over the phone. I know, yes. I know she would. I know yes. she would. And, uh, you know, God brings these things together. And I believe that if, if you've been tuned into this radio program today, that was not an accident. I don't believe that. that. I believe that God moves and God uses people yeah. for his glory and his praise. Yes. Okay. You got a minute. What's your last word for this radio audience here this morning? The kingdom in Tallahassee is exploding. I just feel the revival fire is just spreading quickly and powerfully. That's exciting. I feel that the body of Christ is awake and alive, and uh, there's just no backing up. There's no backing up. This time is so critical for us. To press in, hear God, get on your assignment, get on the wall of intercession, be the church. Wow. Be the church. Look around, look to your neighbor, look to the person next to you in church, down the street, reach out, love. Amen. Amen. And there's ministry opportunity all around. And there's no such thing as I don't have anything to do <laughs> because there's much to be done. Yeah. As the scripture says, the fields are wide in the harvest, but he's looking for the labors. Unfortunately, he says, those are few. We're trying to change that here yeah. today, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, we always close the broadcast out with prayer. And Father, I thank you for Ms. Sapp. And I thank you, Lord, for her ministry, her calling in her oh, life. Thank you, Lord. I pray, God, that you would honor the desires of her heart, Father, and bring forth faith and vision and ministry, Father God, we give you glory and praise. We do pray over the body of Christ in Tallahassee. We pray for our pastors and our churches, for the ministries coming yes, forth oh from our pulpits today, oh Father God. And Lord God, we do pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. And these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Miss Jenny, it's good to have you on the show. Thank you Thank so you for much coming. for having me. It's been fun. Amen. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.